about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Today featuring Pat and Stu. i uh, got to tell you about a new Army consideration. They're considering reversing their gender-neutral physical test. Get into that in just a minute. And a lot more uh, to come in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So are we the only people that are worried by the fact that the word trillion has sort of just passed into common conversation? Now we just, mm-hmm. every bill, there's no more, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as a billion dollar bill or a hundred billion dollar bill. It's now all just trillions. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, it's trillion. Just a couple trillion. We've gotten so used to it that that doesn't even shock us anymore. I mean, the last financial crisis, we had this idea, this idea that $787 billion was a big deal and that they did everything they could to keep it under a trillion because it would never pass if it was a trillion dollars. Now, here we are in 2020, we 1.9 trillion already down the drain. And what did you say about the tax increase today, Pat, that they're saying they're going to be a big tax increase and the next package is going to be even B- bigger. bigger, even bigger. bigger. Yeah, they have more planned. Uh, it's a scary world to be in, and it is a situation where you can't just print money forever and get away with it. At the rate this is going, uh, your great, great, great grandchildren are still going to be paying this off, and uh, I, I don't know how they're going to be doing that. It seems impossible. The U.S. dollar is in serious trouble. It's time to plan. Think about your retirement. It's time to start now. Goldline is offering 6% free metals with a qualifying self-directed IRA acquisition. Old 401k, IRA, retirement plans all qualify for the special incentive. Don't wait. Call now. They're standing by to take your call right now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Check it out now. Go to goldline.com, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Okay, there's just so much. Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn, by the way. He's still got some back issues. Hopefully, he'll be back uh, tomorrow so we can do radio and TV and, you know, the big special on Wednesday. Uh, but we've got so much here for the for the final hour. I don't even know where to begin. Stu, which do you like better between from among uh, U.S. Army considers reversing the gender gender neutral physical test because a majority of women uh, can't pass it. Uh, so we got that. Mm-hmm. We also have uh, just a slight rise in murders in Portland this year after defunding the police. You mean for that uh, in- invisible? Uh, yeah, for the non-existent, non-existent Antifa, Antifa riots area? and all mm-hmm. that. Okay. Uh, and the defund the police effort there. But just a slight increase. Though. Just a slight, uh, 20 times what they had last year. So there's that. Just the 20 times, just not, 20 not 50 times. times. For instance, they had one murder by this time last year. Jeez. They have 20 already unlogged. <laughs> Unbelievable. Even it's so bad now that even their far left wing mayor is saying, um, you know what? Maybe we should consider refunding the police. Uh, defunding didn't seem to work out that well. What if we gave them some more money? <laughs> same, same thing happened in Minnesota, too. Yeah. They passed this big thing about how they were going to defund the police, and now they're giving them more and more money because they're realizing the police are the only thing between you and utter chaos. That's it. What a concept. In your society. Because Isn't you've that... taken away all the firearms from the responsible people. They can't do anything about it. You've, you, most of the, the sane people are moving out of the city. So whoever's left, 
uh, is chaos for these businesses yeah. who've you know had their entire lives destroyed because people have burned down their establishments or mm-hmm. you know st- they stake out a, a new country autonomous zone in front of their building and no one can come to the restaurant no one seems to care about it and the other little aspect of that is that as the police are being defunded and uh, discredited and disregarded and considered evil so you don't have that protection as much as we did before now they're also trying to clamp down on our gun rights which, by the way, they love the Second Amendment. They'd never do anything to harm the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is wonderful. Everybody loves it. We're just talking common sense reform here. That's all we're talking. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to pass while the police can't get there in time because they're defunded now uh, in many cases. They're also trying to take away our rights to defend ourselves. It's despicable what's going on right now and that has been their argument for years against the second amendment because they say look you can't defend yourself you need to wait for the police right and now they want to take the police away this has been their central argument forever (sighs) that the government will be there to protect you Mm -hmm. now no one will be there to protect you and you Mm -hmm. i guess you get a wiffle ball bat and see what you can do to a criminal well when criminals show up at your house what you need to do is delve into their childhood and find out what's driving them Mm. what what are the factors that negatively affected you throughout your life maybe we can work through that how many of them my uh, doorstep right and how many of them are my fault you know what i mean probably a lot as a white person Mm. probably all of them all of them yes you're right you're right so even if it's a white person attacking you still your problem so maybe the real answer here is that we have no right to our own home and our own possessions it's really theirs because what we've we've captured those assets uh, improperly well let me say this imagine no possessions mm-hmm. it's easy if you try uh well, yeah. nothing to kill or die for and uh, and then i forget why i don't i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you went further than I could have gone on that thing. That piece I've of crap song. Imagine Ugh. the Communist Manifesto out of my head. Mm. So, uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty. No, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It's a number to call. It happens. It's about to give the phone number to my show, which uh, is Pack Ray Unleashed. You can hear it immediately preceding this one. Now, the Army <clears throat> is reportedly considering doing away with <clears throat> its new gender-neutral physical test, meaning it didn't matter which gender you are you had to pass this test well that's because we're all the same right so you should just have one test that fits all Mm -hmm. since there's no difference but sadly the test results have shown that the majority of women failed while approximately 90 percent of men passed so they're now officially considering having different evaluation categories for men and women hmm. due to, get this, what kind of hate? What kind of sexism? Due to the physiological differences between men and women? Whoa. Oh, my. Differences? <clears throat> what? I Explain what? one, because I've never heard of a difference. <laughs> I've never heard that there is there are any differences whatsoever between men and women, except that you do need to notice every difference between men and women. It's the most important thing and the least important thing gender in our society it's yeah. simultaneously uh-huh. the only thing you should notice and also uh you should never notice never notice it mm-hmm. just just do if you just do those two simple steps it don't just, notice it but always notice it okay gender and race are exactly the same mm-hmm. you apply the same 
uh, theory to race and never notice that you're a different color from somebody else. On the other hand, always uh, recognize the difference in color between your yourself and someone else a cultural difference is not <laughs> something that you should look at uh, to differentiate races um however mm. you should mm-hmm. always notice every cultural difference <laughs> uh, that differentiates the races and it's great the accordingly thing. and employ accordingly yeah and by the way uh, don't you know you and your white music and your white food mm-hmm. uh, all that stuff you should that's disgusting and you should open up your horizons and see other cultures also don't appropriate that culture <laughs> by eating it or listening to it. Okay. Because then you're obviously a racist. Now, the food I'm eating right now is racist because it's white food. Right. But if you were... But if I were to do, let's say, soul food... Right, that would be racist. That'd be racist. Right. Because so I'm appropriating... The, the, the uh, black, black culture. F- food mm-hmm. culture. So what I would say to you, Pat, is huh. if you never were to eat again... Okay. Okay. Yeah. That would be great for you. Just don't eat... Again, wouldn't I be appropriating Gandhi's culture at that point? You would, I, yeah. Probably easier to just uh, drive your car into a garage and, and close the door. That's probably a <laughs> and better leave the solution. motor running. Yes, I think they'd like that. I think they would. I think they'd like that. Mm-hmm. If I were to, that do does that. seem to be the only way you can avoid it racism. Does. Death. If if <laughs> for white people, yeah, for white people, it does seem to be the only way. And of course, it, the sad thing is, if you get killed by Antifa, then it doesn't even count because they're not real. So I don't know how to, I don't, I'm not exactly hmm. sure how to navigate the society at this point. <laughs> it's difficult. It's, it's a bit difficult. I will say that it is difficult. Now, as far as <clears throat> this gender neutral physical test, research showed that the Army Combat Fitness Test, the ACFT, as we refer to it here, because we're so familiar with it, it's the same for male and female soldiers, was leading to lower results for women with a knock-on effect for promotions. Oh, no. An early Pentagon study showed that women were failing the ACFT at a rate of 65%, while only 10% of men failed. Huh. How would you explain that? Amazing coincidence that would lead you to believe that men may have different uh, physiological advantages over women. Pardon me? And yet... They don't. No. Uh, that, those those differences do not exist, though they are the most important uh, thing that you should always notice. But they don't exist. So, so the Democrats now have stopped the new program from being implemented, and the Ar- Army is reviewing whether it's fair. Uh, Congress <laughs> doesn't want the test, as it is currently constructed, to factor into opportunities for advancement. Um, so they're in kind of a quandary right now because... Yeah. You can't have different tests, but you must have different tests. Well, you see this, of course, happening in, for example, high school sports where, um, you know, boys are competing as girls and are winning all the races and winning by large margins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while that that's like, you know, I have a daughter. If she wants to mm-hmm. play a sport, I don't want her, you know, pushed out of the sport because some because of men, you know, guy is just saying it's he's a girl. It's totally unfair. And that will bother me. And, and I'm not saying it's not important. It is important. But like, this is the freaking military. Your job mm-hmm. uh, as a military is to be the best fighting force possible. If a woman can compete at that level, well, you know, she can compete at that level. But if she can't because she's a woman, you don't change the, you don't change the, the requirements 
to allow people who cannot compete physically at that level to clear a barrier that you've you know lowered so that they can clear it that's a terrible mm-hmm. idea a terrible <laughs> idea you can't this is not time to play i, I mean kids sports is disturbing but not vital to our society in that way what's happening there i mean it is but it's it's not like it is would be at the military you know this is a real issue and the reason why you know there's a lot of things that have made america great mm-hmm. military is a big part of that and the fact that we have the best military in the world allows us to be able to protect the things that we've, we've built yeah you just don't want to screw around with being politically correct no. with the military no which is exactly what Tucker Carlson was saying last week and and got bludgeoned for it. I mean, he might have said it in a colorful way, an entertaining way, but the truth is, you know, there's something to that. And maybe we should focus on just making sure we're ready for any eventuality that comes up in our in our U.S. military. Uh, You know, it's it's interesting to note one of the things that's been said about, you know, all of this athletic competition between biological males competing against women um, the point was made that Jackie Joyner, you remember her? Jackie Joyner. Jackie Joyner, yeah. Who set just unbelievable world records uh, when she was in her prime. Uh, 19 high school boys have run better times than her. 19 high school boys. Jeez. So it just goes to show that, you know, there are differences. It, it is a thing. If you're going to follow the science... Follow the science in all these eventualities. Let's admit the fact that, hey, you know what? The the genders are different, and there's only two. Men can't have periods, nor can they get pregnant. We just need to come back to reality. That would be nice. It is amazing that helpful. that stuff is said under the guise of science. Yeah. I mean, come on. We all under we understand these Asinine. issues can be complicated. I got it. But now they're they're going to be pulling off. Amazon is pulling off more books that they are accusing because uh, 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 there was this book when Harry met Sally, which came from Ryan T. Anderson that came out in 2018, I think it was 2017 oh, or 18. Was it Harry became Sally? When Harry became, I'm sorry, yes, yeah. the movie was when, when Harry, Harry Sally. became Sally. When Harry became Sally, and the point mm-hmm. of it, 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 you know, despite this sort of comical title, the book is just a bunch of. You know, writings about science and what what scientists have observed and how how we should treat these things. And I talked to Ryan yesterday on on Studios America, and and he said, "Look, you know, because there's a standard that Amazon is saying that they're implementing, which is any book that says transgender behavior is a mental illness or portrays it as a, as a mental illness, they're banning that book. Now, that's mm-hmm. a new policy that no one knew existed, but apparently, is why they are saying." Uh, they are saying, you know, this happened to Ryan's book. They're saying it's because he portrayed them as uh, transgendered people as being mentally ill. So I asked him that, you know, is that what your book does? And of course, the answer to that is no. It's not, he's not even saying that. He's just saying like, okay, well, you know, giving kids puberty blockers is a bad idea. But that apparently now means... Well, if you, that's what, uh, that's what science says. Science says that the, me, the, the little boy who wants to be a little girl is a little girl. So therefore we give her puberty blockers and it's like, well, if it was a little girl, why would you need the puberty blockers? <laughs> yeah, right. Why, what? Right. There's no reason <laughs> for them. 
unless oh, you think there's man. a chance this little boy could grow up to be a little boy and maybe an older boy and mm-hmm. then a man. If you mm-hmm. think that is there, then you then you throw the puberty blockers in the equation. <laughs> but you know the the truth is uh, now they're going because of the attention on this. Amazon has decided not to say, okay, yeah, you're right. We're just we're reaching too far. We're just eliminating conservative opinions. What they've decided to do now is say, well, now we're going to block even more books. We're going to make this rule more ironclad and block all the books that we can find on the site that say anything like this. Jeez. And it's like that wow. is that is a terrible thing for speech. Yeah, and you can't, you can't see the precedent for that. You you can't go back in history and think, wow, yes, this has been done before. It's been done before. Yeah, and you know it's it's funny because mm. if if you think if you're on the left and you think you know what I agree with these things and therefore I'm fine with it, mm-hmm. wait until they turn on you. Oh yeah, wait until they turn on you. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. American Financing NMLS one eight two three three four www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org org org dot org. You know what? Uh, first of all, <laughs> first of all, you said dot com almost instead of dot org. Uh, you know what a bank really loves? A really nice percentage on a mortgage. They're playing the long game and they know over the life of that mortgage, you're going to be giving them way more money than the cost of the actual house loan itself. It sucks, but that's just the way it works. Except, of course, for times like the past year when everything got thrown into chaos because of COVID. Mortgage refinance rates have dipped uh, from the mid fours all the way, in some cases, into the twos. I know. I got one in the twos. And I got it from American Financing. Fiscally responsible people such as myself, and I'm sure you as well, uh, have been taking advantage of this uh, as much as you can, but it will not last forever. If you're a homeowner, give American Financing a call today. There's no hassle, no upfront fees, no pressure, none of that. Their mortgage consultants will do a review of your mortgage and see if there's a way to get you to save hundreds of dollars a month by refinancing and rolling some of your existing debt into it. You won't even know uh, how, how good you have it until you can actually see this in action. Call American Financing 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Patton Stufer Glenn. On this note we were just talking about, when it, when it turns around on you, you won't see it coming. And, you, you know, you're going to see the ground move. If there's something you feel passionately about, the next day, we see how fast this stuff is turning. Yeah. Part, the antebellum party went from, like, things that kids Jeez. were doing in sororities to things that people who defend those who were at them get fired. But the group, the woman leading the group against these changes in sports right now is Martina Navratilova. The the no, well known as a lesbian uh, uh, activist and one of the and, greatest and one of the greatest tennis, tennis players of, of all time. All time, she was a, a groundbreaker in this in this realm and uh-huh. was seen at the time as like the furthest left person in the universe. Yeah. Right, she came out way before way before almost anybody else. Oh yeah, super early, and that was now she is they've they've abandoned her. And her position by so much, she's now leading the group saying, wait a minute, we have to have women's sports still be a thing so that women can compete against women. Or it's ridiculously unfair. She's the one saying it. She's no conservative. She's not some hardcore right winger. They will come for you too. You're never woke enough. 
You know who else believes that uh, men and women are different physically and can't compete in the in the same arena? Uh, is um, uh, current best? Man, she might not still be ranked number one, uh, but uh, um, you know what's her face? The number one tennis woman player in the world. Mm. I'm not uh, sure who you mean, but uh, uh, yes. Serena Williams. Yes, Serena. Or, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For some reason, I had a complete mind blank. But Serena Williams has said that you know she might be able to she might be able to beat the 201st ranked player in the world, but she can't beat you know the top men. And in fact, she lost to the 203rd ranked player in the world at one point when she was much younger. Easily. Yeah, it was something like 6361 or something. It was not even close. Not even close. So, yeah, there's a difference. There's a big difference. (laughs) I would say that's a fair... That's a fair summary of yeah, that. I yeah. mean, really, and, it, and it's wrong. It's wrong, and it's it's based on nothing. And it's just stupid. And it's just <laughs> stupid. This is the only hope, I think, to win this battle, is enough people will wake up and see, wait a minute, well, that, that's just stupid. Yeah. This is the Glenn Beck Program. There's a group of people out there who are, of course, just waiting to get their filthy claws on as much of your money as they possibly can. They have no scruples. No morals, and they'll rob you blind the moment you let your guard down. Shockingly, I'm not talking about the government this time. I am talking about a group of people who are almost as bad, cyber criminals. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our information at risk on the internet, and you never know from one day to the next when it's going to be your turn to have your identity stolen. That's why LifeLock is so important. It helps you monitor a ton more than you can keep track of on your own. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use the promo code BECK for 25% off. It's 2021. You need to prepare prepare yourself, protect yourself from cyber criminals all around the globe. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com when you're there. Save 25% off with the promo code BECK. I would love it if you would check out my show, Pack Ray Unleashed, live every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, or anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, here's another thing that I once believed was impossible to have happen, but now believe it's complete. It's going to happen. It's inevitable now. And that is reparations. Used to think, come on, there's no way. It's unworkable. You can't do it. And how do you punish people for something they not, they're not responsible for to people who uh, weren't the people you're talking about? And you're going to pay them anyway. Uh, A Chicago suburb is set to become the first um, municipality in the United States to pay reparations to black residents. Residents will be offered $25,000 towards home ownership. Um, City of Evanston set up a fund in 2019 to pay for housing inequities by using 3% tax on recreational marijuana sales. Oh, Uh, that fund will help black residents 
with mortgage assistance and funding to complete home improvements. But just black residents, not whites, not Asians, not Hispanics. How can you do that constitutionally? You would think this would be challenged, but uh, so far, I don't think it has been. Evanston officials are expected to vote March 22nd on the distribution of the first 400000 from the fund. To qualify, residents must have lived in Evanston between 1919 to 1969. But they can also qualify if they are the direct descendant of a black person who lived during that time period. That doesn't even cover uh, the years of slavery, which is interesting. So this is specifically targeted at the descendants of this particular event. Yes. I I guess so. Uh, I, I really think there's a tough a tough road for any hmm. wide, you know, scale sort of reparations program, particularly from the federal government. I, I don't I, I don't know how you could do it constitutionally. It, well you can't do it constitutionally. It's impossible. Unless you change the constitution to allow for it, which could happen. But I think unconstitution unconstitutionality is almost um meaningless now they they, they don't care it's almost a selling point to the left at this point <laughs> yes. I mean, it's like yes it's really it's yeah. going to break down the constitution even further fantastic it's not even a consideration whether it's constitutional or not they'll laugh in your face if you say hey that's not constitutional <laughs> what are you uh, a hater you, you you don't like people who are a different race than you well no i just I just kind of do like the Constitution. That doesn't mean I don't like other people. <laughs> How are you going to do a crazy this? viewpoint in 2021. It is because, you know, who will get the payments when they come? And I think they will. Who pays into the payment fund? Right. Like, I, how, what do you like? For example, does someone who descends from Jamaica, are they African-American? Do they get? Yeah, because I don't Car- Caribbean blacks. Right? Do they get Do they get mm-hmm. this money? Does Does someone who was a, a, maybe a victim of oppression, who's white and never owned slaves, do they Do they have to pay? Oh wow, that do, was do, your white privilege speaking. Do poor people have mm-hmm. to pay? <laughs> do, do, do poor whites fund the these programs for rich blacks? Is that how that works? None of this makes any sense. And of course, it doesn't. You, you can't draw these lines. You can't come up with a coherent policy to do it. What I believe will happen here, Pat, is they will use reparations and their inability to be able to do it constitutionally mm-hmm. to as an argument to fund a very large redistribution of wealth program that is more general. Like that could absolutely be. Yeah. They'll target rich people right. to pay for poor, like their typical redistribution of wealth, but they'll do it. In a way that says it's going to target, you know, minority communities uh, and uh, overwhelmingly um, favor uh, minority um, uh, recipients. And, I, and, and they've I, already got programs like that in existence. And they, many. Can, and they will use, I think, this as an argument to expand those things. Because yeah. like, there's really no way to pay for one of these programs without, for example, taxing a rich African-American. You're an African-American. Mm-hmm. You own a business. You're paying for reparations if they do it. I'm sorry. I hate to break this to you. This is going to happen. Even if you were, even if your ancestors were slaves and they were oppressed by, like, good chance here that some African-American business owner is paying reparations to the descendants of a white slave owner. 
Sure. Very good chance because now that descendant of a white slave owner is no longer rich. So these things are impossible to avoid and are completely ridiculous. And I don't think constitutionally there's any argument, certainly at the court level, like you can pass whatever you want, but these things get overturned in the, in the courts. And if you, you try to float a, a package that says what we're going to do is we're going to isolate all the white people into this group and have them pay. And we're going to isolate all the people we consider to be black. And how do you do that? I mean, I, again, mm-hmm. lots of people uh, are mixed race. Lots of people are. We, we saw today they're banning shows for blackface for people who do Hispanic characters. Uh, I, I don't I, I can't figure it out. And what percentage and then, of, of a person has to be black in order to receive? And then there was a the time this conversation happened long ago, Pat. And I don't remember the exact context, but a bunch of people gathered in a room. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was Europe. Uh, maybe it was uh, Germany, I think. And they came up with an idea of how, what percentage of Jew <laughs> do you need to be to be a Jew? What person, if you're a quarter Jewish, are you a Jew? Mm-hmm. And they had a very lengthy conversation as to what people would qualify mm. as Jews. Because in this particular time period, being Jewish, not an advantage, not a good thing to the Germans uh, in the 1930s. So they decided huh. to try to figure out exactly how to go uh, to, to, to calculate that and what percentage of being a Jew, or like if you were happen to be married to uh, a, an Aryan and you were Jewish, do you get a, do you get a pass? What, what, how does this work? Let's go through, how do you, how does a mixed race couple work, work in the, in the world of reparations? Yeah. Do they get benefits or do they pay? Does the white person in the relationship pay the black person? How exactly does it work? <laughs> and I'm sure they came up with a common sense solution. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, back people. in the day? Yeah. Oh yeah, they did certainly they, did. Did they come up with a common sense solution? Very common in Germany at the time. Yes. Mm. That, that sense was common in Germany, unfortunately, at the time. <laughs> The point is, this is an insane uh, is. thing to attempt to do, mm-hmm. and you should never make a decision. This is this is a uh, this is a, a rule that I have for life, and I hope others will follow it. Seemed like a lot of people were for a long time, and all of a sudden they've stopped. But never, ever, for any reason, in your entire life, make a decision based on skin color. <laughs> do it zero times in your life that is the the rule that we should all be living by and now is apparently foreign to the united states of america yeah because who thought up such a thing i mean <laughs> i don't know just, uh, i can't think of anybody it doesn't even compute it's weird i now, know because what you're essentially saying it seems to me mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong yep Judge people by the mm-hmm. content of their character right. rather than the color of their skin. That's a good way of summarizing it, Pat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good rule. I think huh. it's one we should really... But it's... Mm-hmm. We kind of tossed out the window, though, yeah. it seems like. Yeah. Um, huh. It has been lately. Weird. I will say that. It has been lately. Yeah. It's just an incredible thing that you, that anyone would think that this is the right way to go. And it, it comes it from is. people like Ibram Kendi who specifically say you must be racist to be fair. You, The only mm. solution for past discrimination is current discrimination. The Jeez. only solution for current discrimination is future discrimination. This is the guy writing the mm. books that your kids are going to be learning in public schools, that your companies are being taught anti-racist training. All mm. This is the guy. He's telling you you must discriminate against races. And obviously, uh, by direct implication, against white people. 
You must discriminate against white people because of all the things that dead white people that have been dead for a long time did. You must discriminate against them now. And for all the evil things that white people do today, you must discriminate against white people in the future. This is his best-selling book. By the way, if you want a children's version of it, go to Target and pick one up because they sold there and sold in every bookstore in America. Anti-racist baby, where they teach your babies these love these lovely life lessons. Because white babies become racist at three months. Three months. Just three months old, they're already forming there unless you talk to them. You know, you got to talk them down from that ledge before they get there at three months. So and, you're telling them at, at birth uh, to be anti-racist. And this entire movement is based on three-month-old child intellect. That's the level of intellect needed <laughs> That's for to sure. come up with it. Because the other thing is, no matter what form this takes, whether it turns out to be redistribution of wealth or an actual cash payment to certain people from others, how much, how much is enough to make up for it and for how long will that uh, uh, will that be enough because is the next generation going to also say that because of past discrimination we need the same consideration that uh, the previous generation got uh will you always will you be just uh happy about this settlement for all time now mm. or is this going to come up again in the future <laughs> i think you know the answer <laughs> <laughs> of course it's coming up again in the future. you can't give these things up no you know everyone was like you know what barack obama got elected it's going to be a post-racial he, era he, wish, oh that worked out I well wish, yeah didn't that it, worked out well i wonder if he looks back at his entire mm. presidency as a failure for that reason i doubt it <laughs> but i mean that was the type of thing that the, it was promised that sure you know was. hey look this is a country that did have real racism in the past, and we've come to a place where, even though he was a terrible president with terrible ideas, he was still elected as an African-American president. We mm. have an African-American vice president right now. Um, you know, one of the most prominent senators uh, on the Republican side is an African-American. We are, we are at a different point in history than we were back then. But these things are not... There are some people in this country who look at the... The ideas of treating people fairly and take them seriously. There's others that look at those ideas and want to use them for power. And the left is on that side of the argument. They don't care about any of these things. They don't care about racial discrimination. They don't care mm -hmm. about sexism. They don't care about any of it. It's all a, a, an idea to try to gain more power. That is it. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More patents too for Glenn coming up. All right, let's face it. Mowing your lawn is kind of a pain in the butt, especially uh, if you're walking behind a lawnmower. Who wants to be doing that? Even if you've got a regular riding lawnmower, you're still out there in the heat for what seems like hours and you're driving around in you know, squares or circles until you get to the end. And then, you know, you got to do all the other stuff, you know, do the weed whacker and the little corners. And uh, it's just annoying. By the time you're done, you're just ready to drag yourself into the house and lie down and just pray that death takes you before the next time you have to mow. But it does not have to be that way. Hustler Turf has been making zero-turn industrial lawnmowers for decades, and now they're making them for you. They're fast, they are super maneuverable, and they're going to cut your mowing time in half. Uh, Hustler Turf zero-turn mowers are the way to go. You can enjoy mowing the lawn again. Stack them up against the competition, you're going to find there's simply no competition out there to compare it to. Before you buy some other mower, do me a favor, find a Hustler dealer 
dealer right now. You just go to a test drive one yourself. Check out HustlerTurf.com. It's HustlerTurf.com. HustlerTurf.com. Uh, this is fun. Uh, California has a proposal. They're proposing ethnic studies curriculum, uh, and they are urging students to chant to Aztec deity of human sacrifice and cannibalism. <laughs> and they're also calling, of course, I mean, obviously, for counter genocide against white Christians. I mean, it's, oh, yeah, that goes without saying, of course. Um. So this is interesting. The curriculum materials say that this, the point is to name, speak to, resist, and transform the hegemonic, Eurocentric, neo-colonial condition. How long have I been saying that, Stu? I mean, I know I've bored you with the talk of, uh, you know, finally naming and speaking to and resisting the hegemonic, Eurocentric, neo-colonial condition. You do have that as a bumper sticker on your car. It's very long. It's a big bumper sticker. Right. It takes up about half your car. (laughs) It would. And well, it it does. What does it it say exactly, Pat? Um, Well, these materials point is to name, speak to, resist and transform the hegemonic Mm -hmm. Eurocentric Eurocentric neocolonial condition. condition. Yeah, that's exactly what your bumper sticker says. (laughs) I can see it from here because it's very large. Yes. It's a very large sticker. You can't. Well, you can't miss it. You you can't. Well, that's because it's so central to your belief system, right? Mm-hmm. Thank you for noticing. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> I'm glad I live what I preach. Yeah, you know, to you the do. point where you notice it. Mm-hmm. The curriculum includes an official ethnic studies community chant in which students obviously appeal to the Aztec gods. Yeah, including the god of human sacrifice. Do you want to piss off the Aztec gods? No, what's you don't. The other, what's no, the you do not. Here? You do not want to piss them off. So instead, what you do are is sing indigenous songs, of course, mm-hmm. chants and affirmations, including the Inlach Ech affirmation, which appeals directly to the Aztec gods. Students first clap and chant to the god Tezcatlipoca, whom the uh, Aztecs traditionally worshipped with human sacrifice and cannibalism. I don't have to tell you that. No, we know that. Asking, uh, they ask him for the power to be warriors for social justice. I, I, I'm, I'm a warrior. Like that, for social justice. Next, the students chant to the gods Quetzalcoatl and uh, Watzelpochtli mm-hmm. and Zyptotec, yep. seeking healing oh, epistemologies. If I, epistemologies. Really, if I have to hear you talk about, what was it? Zip- Again, yeah. yeah you're just mm-hmm. always talking about Zyptotec. <laughs> Yes. And I was just I like, know. gosh, Pat, I got it. Zepatotech, okay, I got yeah, it. He's the revolutionary spirit. Okay. Can we talk about sports or something? Like, you know, but no, this human- is too important. Too important. That's what you always say. Always. I mean, it's the Aztec deity of war and inspired. <laughs> it's inspired hundreds of thousands of people to make human sacrifices, you know, mm-hmm. during the Aztec uh, rule. And, uh, and I think it's important for our children to do the same here. <laughs> 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 Especially if you're in California and you don't get your kids out of public school, Uh, heaven help you. Stop stop saying, open up the schools and start saying, how do I get my kids out of them? Right. Exactly. (laughs) It's a much better plan, I assure you. Because you're going to send them back to school, you're going to be like, oh, they opened and there's no more COVID. And now they're learning about what? (laughs) (laughs) This is the Glenn Beck Program.